interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Welcome back to the Salt Report, ladies and gentlemen, where, uh, in this case, four of the saltiest nerds on the internet get together and just dish it out. Um, with me today is uh, Kay. How are you doing? I'm good. And um, I also have... A, she's so salty. I don't know what she's going to have for us tonight, but... Uh, Nikki, how are you doing? I'm great. I'm full of salt. <laughs> all right. And with us tonight is special guests all the way from California. Um, I, I don't know why I'm saying that because I'm in California, but she's... <laughs> well, she's, she's in Washington with Nikki right now. <laughs> in Washington, yeah. So uh, from California now in Washington, Jesse, how are you tonight? I'm good. <laughs> awesome. I was glad to have you on we're the podcast. We're all a little bit giggly. Yeah, <laughs> there's been there's been a lot of pre-talk <laughs> in the uh, the Discord Slack, and um, so <laughs> uh, things are probably going to get very interesting. And uh, if I can get the okay from um, our attorney, uh, there's going to be very interesting uh, after credit bloopers. <laughs> so I would say stick along, uh, hold on after the show for that. Uh, if you don't hear anything after the credits, uh, the attorney said no. Uh, we'd all get in big legal trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we don't have any attorneys. So, and I'm Jake Leinhardt. I almost forgot to introduce myself. Um, and this is the Salt Report. So, um, we're just going to go ahead and get into it. Our sponsor for this show, um, we got a big one. We actually got FromSoft themselves to uh, sponsor us with their D- the Dark Souls 3 um, DLC, The Ring City. Um, just to tell you guys not to go out and buy it and play it, but pretty much just go on Twitter and look at everybody's salty tears. Because that's pretty much all that you need to know about the DLC is just how many uh, enthusiastic Dark Souls fans are not happy with it. Or some of them are, you know, we don't know. We might hear about what the pros and cons are this evening in this podcast. So um, stay tuned for that. So, um, wow, let's, I guess let's get into it. Let's go. Um, <laughs> How's everybody feeling about Persona 5? Yeah! <laughs> I'm so excited. Kay's feeling it. I haven't played it yet. Like, my, my special edition box I, is I'm sitting on my window, right so... Now. It's, it's just still in the plastic wrap. Yeah, I haven't opened it. It's got, like, the, the school bag and everything. Like, I ordered this in almost a year ago. So. I apparently ordered the Steelbook version. I don't remember that, but that's what they gave me when I went to GameStop. So I must awesome. have gone in and they're like, "What version do you want?" And I was like, "The one that's not expensive." And they're like, "Okay, take this one." Nice. Yeah, I'm regretting I was... not getting the Take Your Heart edition though because I really like the bag. But yeah, the bag's nice. It had like really cool stuff in it. I'm just like, I didn't realize how much like they packed into that thing. Because you got like what the plushie, the art book. You got the steel case too, the bag. Didn't you get something else? Uh, Besides the game, the, yeah, <laughs> the soundtrack. Did you soundtrack, soundtrack, yes, like and the soundtrack, soundtrack is book. freaking banging. Soundtrack's great. The soundtrack's always good. Yeah, yeah. That's one of like editions are usually really good. They are. I yeah, I was I was sold on just the soundtrack. I think our uh, our buddy on Twitter, um, Bashful Trey, <laughs> was telling me about the the soundtrack, and he. Um, I think he either sent me a link or I googled it and like somebody had already bootlegged <laughs> the thing on SoundCloud <laughs> so I ended up listening to the whole thing on SoundCloud but it's one of the most amazing soundtracks I've ever heard like just I still how... remember the first 30 seconds of the 
Persona 3 and Persona 4 battle themes. I only remember the first 30 seconds because that's usually about how much of it I would hear in a <laughs> battle. Should, I, should we just get into it? Should we just talk about Persona 5? Let's, let's just do it. Like, yeah, I, Let me yeah. set it up because I had asked this on the... Well, I put this on the notes and it was answered well before we even got the podcast. <laughs> but my question was going to be, is Persona 5 just an anime simulator? Yes. Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. It's a dating sim, too. So. Yeah, it's... um. You're a high school... All of them are like this. Or at least 3, 4, and 5 are like this. I actually haven't played 1 and 2. But they're like this. You're a high school student, and you have to sort of balance your saving the world persona stuff with going to school and joining after-school clubs and sports teams and having friends and having a part-time job. And so you go... You have, like, calendar days that advance... Um, so far and so like oh I, I need to go to the dungeon tonight to level grind but also I really need to hang out with my friend of the chariot person of the chariot social link but then also I need to go to my part-time job so oh you, so you have to kind of figure out what you're going to do on each day so wow. yeah it's an anime sim basically it sounds like a real life. life sim like a little yeah. bit other than like the you know fighting in dungeons and stuff but I oh, think some people I would. I yeah, I was gonna say some people actually do do that at work. <laughs> well, it's like you, you still have to take like school exams, so you need to pay attention to the lectures. Yeah, you have to study. What <laughs> yeah. game? Yeah. To, I just no way. Well, yet. studying can be like a social activity too. It can bring your social links. Yeah, that's kind of like the crux of it is that when you make friends, you make these social links of different um, tarot card arcanas. Um, so I just I just made friends with the Chariot Arcana in Persona Five, and um, as you level those up, you're able to fuse per- personas of that Arcana that are better and stronger, and then the ones that you already have get like little boons and stuff. So there's definitely like a benefit to being friendly and social. <laughs> Listen. I play video games so that I don't have to talk to people, and you want me to get into a video game where I have to talk to people? You already play Persona, shut up. <laughs> yeah, I know, I was like, wait a minute. You're the one who got the special edition. No, 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 no that was me, that, that was, was Jesse. Oh. oh, I thought you got the special edition. Nikki, oh, I know man. you have a copy, though. I do, I have a special edition. Jesse's never played Persona. I played Persona 4. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I've never played a Persona game, and I was like, well, I I tried out uh, Final Fantasy XV, and I liked that, so I was like, oh, maybe I'm going to try this. And then I watched, um, and then, yeah, and then I watched, like, um, Polygon, and I don't know, it, my, the consensus is that their their audio or their recording quality was terrible, because everything yeah, about their... Was, I don't know what was going on with that Polygon video. It's... Like they, it sounds like they're recording it through a cell phone. That's weird. Yeah, like, the game is not like that. I can swear to you, it's not that bad. Yeah, it just felt like really like the the audio was just like like you said, like through a cell phone. Um, even like the way it looked looked kind of like not crisp, I guess. And so I'm like, wow, like it looks it looks really good in real life. It's really like stylish, and the UI is really cool, and there's all this like cool things going on like uh, in this one you can overhear people's conversations while you're walking around oh, cool. and so these little like black speech bubbles will pop up with what they're saying and mostly it's about you people are talking shit about you constantly in this <laughs> oh, game. Wow. because your character your character has a rap sheet 
And so you, you were walking through your high school and they're like, oh, is that him? Is that the guy with the criminal record? I heard he almost killed someone. I heard he pulls knives on people with little provocation. Oh, he looks really normal, but I bet he'll snap if you look at him the wrong way. Oh I heard he does drugs. I heard he smokes just like crazy <laughs> stuff. So like all the time, there's people talking shit about you. Nice. <laughs> it's like, how am I supposed to make friends in this high school? Nobody likes me. So it's just like real high school then. It's like he's smoking cigarettes in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. Um, yeah, I'm still on the fence. Like, I, I still want to get it. I just haven't had time to like do anything this week. So I'm just like, ah, like I had this whole plan to like sneak out of work and go to like Best Buy in my break, but <laughs> I've been like so swamped with work. But, um, yeah, I just wanted, I'm like, is it an anime simulator? Because, like, the cutscenes are cool, but I'm like, it looks like, I'm like, I stop, for, I forget I'm playing a game, or watching a game, and I'm like, this yeah. anime's not, cool. Yeah, it, it should be. <laughs> not like all a... of the cutscenes are animated, so, it's, a lot of it, a lot of them are in-game graphics. Okay, theme. so it was, like, most of, like, that first hour, just because it was the first hour, has a lot of, like, the cutscenes uh, and stuff? Or? Yeah, there's a lot more in the first hour, and I'm, I'm about three hours in right now, and there are still a couple, but they've gotten more... Sparse. There's sparse. definitely more in five than there were in four. There's only really a couple in four. Is it uh, still like uh, just good old dungeon crawling RPG? Yeah. Mm. The uh, the gimmick to this one they added is that there's a stealth element as mm. well, where um, you can sneak up on shadows and do an action command to uh, get the jump on them instead of just chasing after them and hitting them first, like in the previous games. Um and there's also sort of an, an alert level, so if you get seen too many times, then that'll go up, and you have to you get kicked out of the dungeon. You have to start over. Mm. Um, so you have you do actually kind of have to stealth it a little bit mm. and sneak up on enemies, and then you can fight them. It doesn't matter if you fight them so long as you sneak up on them first. It only if you don't get the advantage, then it does count against you. Interesting. And how how is the because it's turn based still, right? Yeah, it's still turn-based. So, so you, you sneak up on the enemy and hit X, and an, um, an animation plays, and then the battle starts, and you get the first strike because you have the advantage. Ah. Cool, cool. And, and then it's turn-based from there. Interesting. And it's like, let me put it this way, is it like, will it hold my hand since I'm like a first-time like turn-based no. person? <laughs> no! They give, oh, you, no. They give you tutorials. <laughs> They always um, tutorials. But, like, these games have a reputation for being a little difficult. Well, okay. Um, they'll have the so, AI, and you can have it, at least the past two Persona games, they've started it where it's on the AI, and you can just, like, pick your move, and the team will do whatever, and then you kind of later unlock the ability to tell them exactly what you want them to do. Yeah, the and AI in this it. one's pretty good, too. It can actually take care of itself. Yeah, and that's how it, I, it's uh, been in previous ones like once you figure out the weakness for the enemy they'll target that weakness which is pretty cool oh cool yeah. it's, it's um, nice yeah and I, I mean i remember having tons of trouble with the ai in persona 3 because uh, the, in the base edition you never got the ability to control your teammates directly and it was a problem <laughs> was. but in 4 they added that ability and they also uh bumped up the player AI a little bit so they weren't just like completely stupid. Yeah, three I, I remember <laughs> just like you find out something's weak to ice and it's like, please Mitsuru, don't use ice. Oh, you want me to use the ice attack? Okay. <laughs> like she would always use ice and it's like, stop, you're healing it at this point. 
please stop. <laughs> hey, Mitsuru, I could I could really use a healing spell. Time for Mari and Kari. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Um, and then one thing you might struggle with since you've never played a Shin Megami Tensei game is the language of the spells, as, which I've talked about before. Is that yeah, it's like a totally different that. language. Um, but I, I think that they have like a description. I, I haven't needed them because I know the language <laughs> of the spells now, I but I believe they have a description. But I definitely remember sitting in front of the screen in Persona 4 being like, what the fuck is Bufu? <laughs> <laughs> Good. Nice. Spells. It's fine. Well, if I do get it, then I'll probably be annoying the both of you. Like, what does this mean? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Come to me for advice. <laughs> I know what to do. Cool, cool. Um, I am sort of waiting for that point that happens. In, in Persona 4, you, you fight the first boss, and then you fight the second boss, and then you fight the real first boss, and the real first boss kicks your ass. <laughs> and so I'm kind of waiting for that to happen in Persona 5. Uh. Um because I know it, I know it's coming, but um, like a unfortunately boss. with these games, yeah. <laughs> okay. unfortunately these games that the first like three hours are on rails, and it's not until a little bit later that they kind of start to let you play the game. Okay. So watch out for that as well. I think it's there's a little bit more gameplay in the first couple of hours of Persona Five than there was in Persona Four for sure. Okay. Yeah, but, I saw. Um, um, I think there was like the on rails. Yeah, I think there was like this like. Beginner's guy that I was looking at, like if you've never played a Persona game, this is what you should know. And it's like, um, like keep an eye on your your time, and then like if uh, what was it? Like you have these like cards that you have to pull, and bef- before you can accomplish a goal or something like that. I don't know what that was called. I, I should have pulled it up no. so I don't sound <laughs> dumb. <laughs> but, um, oh, I, yeah. I, I guess about the tarot yeah, cards like thing. the Arcana's like. Some, uh, you need to do the social links before certain days. I mean, I wouldn't worry about it for a first playthrough. I just do it. Like, don't, yeah, I was saying all that yeah. stuff on the next playthrough. Like, that's what I was, always do. Um, what was it? Yeah, I was saying, like, kind of like keep an eye on your time, but at the same time, don't like be ruled by it, I guess. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, you want to keep an eye on your time. Um, I'm not sure how it is in Persona 5, but I remember in Persona 4, everything was sort of on a timetable where you. Um, the idea was that after a certain amount of d- couple days of rain, there would be a foggy day, and that was game over if you didn't beat the dungeon yeah. before that day. Uh. So you had you definitely had a sort of timetable that you needed to keep. Like, I'm not sure how that's going to be in Persona 5, because I haven't gotten that far in the game yet, so can't really tell you much about that, but I assume there's going to be a similar strict schedule. I gotcha. Yeah, because I, I know I was saying that, like, oh, if you got, like, four days to get through this dungeon like you know it's saying like you can pace yourself but at the same time make sure you know you're you're taking care of stuff and you're kind of thinking ahead i guess yeah um what was another one and then yeah i kind of said like the importance of making friends and um like uh what was another thing it said i don't know i i know i have it somewhere on my twitter <laughs> all the like fifty thousand things i retweet I was like, I need to make sure I keep this one. Actually, you know what? I think I emailed it to myself. Because I was like, if I'm going to do this, <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to go in like a like a total noob. I want to like at least have some fun. Nah, it's going as a I went into Persona thing. 4 blind and it was rough. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. I think I got um, in at a good time because Persona 3 totally changed up how, uh, well, the game mechanics. Because 2 plays more like a traditional Shin Megami Tensei game. 
And then three was like, oh yeah, now it's like dating sim social life. So yeah, uh, it's really hard to go back to the older Persona games after you've played the newer ones. Especially going since, from like, four to three was a nightmare. What? No, well, I guess I love. Three. No, it's a good game. It's just that with the, the overall improvements to the AI yeah. and to like combat were such that it became difficult to go back to the base game of P3. I feel like I should emphasize I was not playing FES and I was not playing P3P. You gotta go from 4 to (laughs) 2. That was like the worst time. So I was like, oh, I guess I'm just playing Shin Megami Tensei. (laughs) It was so Uh, Another cool thing about Persona 5, speaking of traditional Shin Megami Tensei games, um, in some of the more traditional Shin Megami Tensei games, you could sort of negotiate with demons. Is that in 5? That is yes! your five. You can negotiate with shadows. Yes! You can kind of hold them up. Oh, good. And uh, negotiate with them. So, I don't really know how it works yet, but cool. I have recently gained the ability to do that, and I'm That's excited fantastic. to try it. Because the demon negotiations are like the best thing in Shimagami Tensei, because it's like, join me. And I'm like, mm, give me some money. Okay, take my money. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> 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 like, that's so good. Haha, <laughs> sucker. Exactly. <laughs> they just, they troll nice. you. It's really good. I think, uh, other, other than that, on my, uh, pre-salt, I had, uh, I really enjoyed the Nathan Fillion, uh, Destiny teaser. Yes. I didn't even realize he was in Destiny, yeah. to be honest don't, with you guys. Don't get I never Des- played it, so. Don't get the first game, because he, I mean, do what you want to, but... <laughs> He's only there. I for, figure at this point I might as well just wait for the second yeah, one since like his part, nothing I do in the first game is going to carry over anyway. Exactly, so. God. But like, <laughs> he's there for like one big quest line, like kind of story expansion thing, and it's fun and cool. But uh, I'm sure there'll be a lot of him in the second one. So. Yeah, it seems like they're going to kind of focus heavy on his character and then that other secondary character and. Yeah. Um, that second trailer they had, but um, yeah, I was just—I don't know—I was cracking up because that dude's so charming. Like when he's all like, he's like, "Oh, I got it," you know, when you think you got it, and I was like, "I don't got it." <laughs> and, like, and he's like, and then I was like, pshoo, pshoo, and I shot this other guy. Pshoo. I'm like, "This is adorable. I love this guy." Yeah, Kate is. is awesome. <laughs> I love him. I was really sad when I realized he was the uh, the hunter vanguard like leader. Because I picked a Titan, so I don't get to report to Kate. I'm like, damn it, I want to report to him. <laughs> if I'd known Nathan Fillon had been voicing him, I would have been a hunter. So. Yeah. Remember when Peter Dinklage was in Destiny? Yeah, I was going to say that too. <laughs> and everybody hated him. And then he got retroactively replaced with Nolan North. Yes! <laughs> oh my god! That was the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> And that's actually what made me want to pick up the game more when I first heard that Nolan North recorded every single voice line of his. Oh. I was like, oh no, I, how terrible must that feel? I came in after that, so I, I had don't no think idea. Peter Dinklage cares. Yeah, he probably does it. He's like, Game <laughs> of Thrones? Rich and famous somewhere else. <laughs> He's like, I just got done doing the X-Men movie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! I still think he was really good in Penelope. I don't know if you guys watched that movie. I have seen that movie. That is, that is a quality film. If you want to sit down and watch a romantic comedy about a girl with a pig nose, and James McAvoy is there, isn't it? Christina Ritchie too. Yeah, yeah. You can tell because she's got like she's got doll eyes and like a very large forehead. (laughs) 
And that's all you can see because she covers <laughs> yeah. the bottom half of her face. Cool. <laughs> yeah, and then Peter Dinklage has his, like, solid snake eye patch on. Yes! <laughs> You know what else Peter Dinklage is in? What? Pixels. No. I was hoping oh, you were yeah. going to say movie. that. Oh. I saw that movie too. I was yeah. really oh, God. Yeah. You know what? The less said about that, the better. Yeah. Let's, let's <laughs> move on. We're done. <laughs> Podcast over. Yeah. And then, so, other than that, the last thing I got for my pre salt is I got one. No, I actually got two endings hey. for Near Automata. How many? Or Automata, or however you pronounce that last How word. How many endings are there? There's twenty something. What? It's a lot. Yeah, it's A through Z. Oh. Um, and I got A, which is like twenty six. Oh god. Yeah, thank you. I'm like math is hard. I was thinking of getting this game. Now I'm not so sure. Well, it's like I think there's five actual endings. So if you play, I know for sure it's like if you play three times in a row, there's three endings for that. And at first I was kind of like, what? And I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but you get to play as different characters. Oh, cool. So you get kind of like the same story but different perspectives, and I'm assuming it's actually going to continue on. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I don't know if that's too much of a spoiler or not. I but, don't care. Um, <laughs> at least the first three, I guess, are. It's like you get three endings, and it's actually that equals one real ending. But that's A, B, and C. But then at certain areas, it's kind of like a Easter eggs, like I, <laughs> in the like kind of demo portion of the game which is like kind of like the first level in the the actual full game um i didn't die playing the demo but when i was playing the full game i kind of got like caught with this weird camera angle and i got killed (laughs) in the very first part of like the demo area and then like legit goes like because you died the machines took over the earth and all the humans died (laughs) (laughs) and it rolls like credits like super fast like all the credits of every Wow. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a hidden ending in Far Cry Four. Cool. <laughs> you guys remember that? I don't want to play that. Yeah, it's like, there's, yeah, there's like a oh yeah, when you wait, just, if he tells you, okay, wait here, I got to take this phone call, and if you do, he comes back, and there's like a special ending where he's like, oh, thanks for waiting, and then roll credits. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was about this because like testers were doing a soak test where you just leave the game running for a long time and see if it breaks, and so they'd you know they'd leave. And then they come back and credits are rolling and they're like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I saw that one. Apparently, yeah, you stayed, he comes back in and he, I guess, like, it takes you to the end place. And then, like, I think the last thing before the credits roll is like, how about we do this again and you actually blow some shit up? <laughs> <laughs> like, he rolls credits. But, um, yeah, it was just the same ex- exact thing. It's just like, you die in the first level and it's like, the machines take over the world, humans die. And it's like, roll, like, super fast. Like, the credit rolls, like, super high speed and then you start over again and so i guess there's i guess different things you i'm I'm, I'm sure if like you kill all the npcs there's probably an ending that you're like a maniac you know like you know like visual novel games are kind of like that where like i like i all i did was walk down the wrong hallway and it's like you died and not only did you die but everyone on the ship got infected with this disease (laughs) and i was like all i did was walk it's all your fault (laughs) yeah you're terrible because you walk down this hallway i was like what the hell and then i would do it like twice in a row because like how are you supposed to remember what these hallways look like but it's like that kind of abrupt ending and you're like why was why was this a thing they felt the need to make me experience it's to break you yeah (laughs) and i think that's experience yeah Yeah, that's pretty much all like this one is like i think yeah honestly like the first i want to say the first five 
um, are the like real endings. And they, have, you know, I mean, yeah, you killed somebody or you kill your friend or something like that. And it's like, oh, because you're a total maniac, the every the machines take over and all humans die. That's so, so sad. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I came here to have a good but time. Is, yeah, but it's, it's <laughs> honestly feeling so attacked right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. But I have fun, and, like, it's really smart. Like I said, I like I found out now you get to play as these different characters. That's cool. So it's kind of cool seeing um, certain scenes play out, and you're like, oh, so that's what that person was doing. So so you'll tell us if there's a UFO ending, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's what the whole thing is supposed to be about. It's like the aliens came to Earth, what? and they brought machines, and then... I had no idea. I mean, I was making a Silent Hill joke, but sure. No, it's the dog. Oh, no, that's actually the premise of the game. The premise is like, like I guess I don't know if it's in the demo or not, but it's, um, it's yeah, like uh, aliens invade planet Earth, um, and they <laughs> send out machines, those like machines that you see in the, the, the trailers yeah. and stuff like that. And then so humans are like, oh no, we've got to run away to the moon. moon. Then they uh, make the androids, and apparently making them super adorable is the best way to kill machines. Oh, listen, (laughs) it would be. (laughs) Like, that's how you kill humans. You don't make this thing that's, like, hideous. Like, people are going to run from it. You make the cutest freaking thing possible. people made the cute robots. Yeah, exactly. Make the cute robots. You want to make friendly. Yeah, and then so you send... So then they send the... Yeah, it's not going to be, like... Terminators that take okay. over the world. It's going to be like but, Bemo. Or like, yeah. like, we're just going to let it happen. Or like, you know, like, yeah. vacuum cleaners shaped like penguins. Oh my god. <laughs> no, but I'd I'm, let that thing kill me. I have a serious question now for you. Well, Dave. it's almost just like in Metal Gear where they put the little puppy and then the guy, like, you see Ocelot with the little hearts over his eyes oh. and stuff like that. No, no. But yeah, so that's the whole premise of the game is that the, the androids come back to kind of like. I guess clear out the machine so the humans can come back. Okay, but Jake, did you right. get the uh, the trophy for uh, staring at um... <laughs> <laughs> at Tubi's boobs? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I got it on accident <laughs> and I like oh on accident. Huh? <laughs> no, legit, legit. I was cracking up when that happened because I didn't under- I didn't understand what happened. I got to a certain point. There's like this desert area. Uh-huh. And then, like, there's this part where, like, I think the, like, the cave or something like that's supposed to be caving in. And so I legit was like, I don't know why I'm like this, but I get paranoid in games. <laughs> so I'm like, is it going to follow me? So I oh, so angle the camera. The camera. <laughs> legit, no, I hear the story. I'm no. The story. Wait, wait, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. So I angled it. And the camera is weird anyway. So it wasn't, it literally wasn't actually showing anything. Um, not only that, but then my focus literally was like, am I about to get crushed by a rock because I don't <laughs> want to start over? And um, th- uh, it's actually so genius. 2B slaps the camera. <laughs> it's like her saying, like, you freaking perv. She slaps the camera away and then goes... <laughs> and she slaps the camera and then achievement. Like I'm like, wait, what just happened? And like, I was totally confused at first. And I'm like, I'm a freaking perv. I didn't realize I was looking up her skirt. So I'm like, oops. Oh, I can't believe that's an like, achievement. Yeah. Yeah, but it was the most hilarious thing ever because I was like, wait, what just? Why did she like jerk out of the way like they that? Because I was looking at the like that. ceiling, thinking it was gonna kill me. <laughs> um, yeah, but I was like, wow. Well, I can't wait to tell that story. <laughs> I'm glad you got it. It's good. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> but I was like, man, that's actually really funny. Like, I, 
it just made me laugh. I'm like, did they have that in the demo? Because I know after like the demo came out, there was everybody, and apparently their grandmother had to get pictures of Tubi's <laughs> butt and put it on the the internet. Right. So I was like, was that added after for the game or? <laughs> Because I think it's hilarious that she actually, like, slaps the camera. Like, get out of the way. What are you doing, you pervert? <laughs> but, yeah. If you swipe on the PlayStation 4 controller pad, too, she pets her little robot companion. What? I remember that from the demo. Wait, she does? I didn't know <laughs> that. So you cute. have to, like, s- just on the touchpad, you have to, like, swipe your finger, and she'll reach back and kind of pat it on the head. What? <laughs> yeah. I hope she still okay, does Okay, I'm going to go do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> podcast. podcast is over. I yeah. heard about it and I tried it in the demo and it and it oh. worked. So, oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. So cute. Yeah, really I cute. was actually like surprised of all the like fish I caught. Like, <laughs> I usually don't do that in games. You can catch fish. Like when I was playing Final Fantasy what 15. What is it with freaking Japanese and fishing? Listen, <laughs> fishing yeah, is like, a big part of their economy. Like, oh, that's true. It's true. Oh, like, like if yeah. you're an island life, like fish is a huge part of their like food and economy and therefore culture yeah i mean i guess that's a good point yeah. i'm here yeah, with the <laughs> historical facts hit you, i'm here to hit you with the social anthropology uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah i know Thanks, right jesse why is there fishing in video <laughs> let me break it down noctis enjoys it because his people the japanese people <laughs> <laughs> now we know <laughs> there was fishing in persona 4 too it comes full circle oh, there's fishing in animal yeah. crossing <laughs> Everything. Everything, see? <laughs> and then in Overwatch, you just eat cheeseburgers because it's, like, American-made. You have to, you have like to go out and, and kill, like, a bear or, like, a, or, like, you have to, like, go out and shoot this deer and then you have to skin it yourself. <laughs> Awful. We just got sidetracked. Yep, so that was, that was my pre-salt. That's good pre-salt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I guess I'm next. <laughs> Just a quick update. It has been one and a half weeks since the last Comic Con disaster, so I guess all that drama is done with Good. now. Hey. Is that uh, is that one lady still asking about? Was it Dick Van Dyke <laughs> coming? Oh my God! Yeah. Yeah. What was yeah it? We're up, we're past two hundred days now. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Your daily dose of Dick. <laughs> yep. Life without Dick. So here's oh your daily God. dose of Dick. <laughs> Oh my god. Every How time. are people not like, I'm dying. I'm dying right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm always surprised they never get any comments, not even like... Seriously. Can you stop? <laughs> I'm just surprised that there's like no like pervy like 13-year-old boys like, oh, I'll give you a baby. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, well, there might like... be, but usually the, the moderators are... Oh, oh they deleted? Good, okay. Good. Yeah, they delete. <laughs> well, maybe you they imagine just... being a moderator and just deleting like 500 <laughs> dick comments all day from 13-year-old Oh, boy. God. This, have you... Oh, my gosh. I feel bad for like the dudes that have like the big channels like, and you see like their chat. I forget who I was watching one time and like it was like such like so many racist stuff oh, happening and I was like, oh, my God. And then like... um. Oh, I remember. It's it's some uh, comic book um, YouTube guys called uh, Comic Pop. Mm -hmm. And it's like him and his girlfriend were like, I forgot what they were talking about, like Batman the Animated Series. Something like super innocent. And there was like this dude just spamming like all this foul, vile stuff about what he wanted to do to his girlfriend. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, dude, like I even like I just jumped off of his like live feed or whatever. And I tweeted him. I'm like, do you have a moderator? Because this is really bad. And um, 
Yeah, I think he like like I don't know, gave admin power to his buddy or something like that. But it was terrible, and I'm like, dude, like, why are you even watching their Seriously. content if you don't care about it? But just being a troll just wants to be a jerk. Yeah, yeah. So it's also yeah, especially prepare on- yourselves because thirst season is starting. What? <laughs> thirst thirst season. season. What's that? Listen, as soon as summer rolls around, everybody's extra thirsty, oh and they're going to show up on everything. They're going to be like this picture of a gamer who looks like he's a 12-year-old boy, like sneaky, and they're going to be like, I want you to scramble eggs in my butthole. No! <laughs> and you're gonna, and it's just like, why did I have to view this with my eyeballs? Why did I have to hear like, that? That's the comment that made Jesse a permanent <laughs> of the Solomon Pack. Holy crap. Fast content right here. Wow. <laughs> I'm glad we were already labeled explicit. <laughs> we would have totally got that label. We just went there. We, we, oh, God. <laughs> I said butthole yeah. instead of the other word. <laughs> You censored yourself. Oh, I censored well. myself. Oh my god! <laughs> 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 what would you do? Okay, you were saying. Anyway, <laughs> okay, you were saying. <laughs> I already talked about Persona Five quite a bit, but I do want to talk about one other thing. I have been playing this game in English because, as I said last week, I'm lazy, <laughs> and I will defend dubs just because I'm lazy and I don't want to have to read subtitles um so i have been playing it in english um they changed igor's voice actor for this game um i know they had to in japanese because sadly the original japanese voice actor passed away Mm -hmm. a couple years ago but uh the english voice actor is still alive and kicking so it's a little strange that they changed him to a voice that sucks (laughs) (laughs) it's Uh like um chris at local bones on twitter did make a comment to me when I was complaining about this it said something to the effect of he used to sound like a guy that would be named Igor and that would look like this guy does because he's got this like long beaked nose and like these big bug eyes and like really cartoony looking and now he has this like a deep scary well prison warden voice I think that's what they're going for because the the velvet room in this game is a prison and he's sort of sitting at a desk in the middle of it that's and, too bad. Um, I like his English. It's just his old one. Yeah, it just like the new voice just sucks. And by the way, if there's a story reason for it, don't tell me. Don't fucking tell me. <laughs> I will find out on my own. But for now, I hate it and it sucks. So you know, if you're gonna give if you wanna go for intimidating, don't make your character look like Igor does. Just it's not gonna work. Are you telling me that he actually kinda looks like when Danny DeVito played the penguin? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> a little like, that bit. was the first thing I th- saw when I ever saw Eeyore for the first time. I was like, oh, I didn't understand that we were watching Batman. Is it Batman <laughs> and Robin? Is that the one with Danny DeVito? <laughs> no, that's, it's uh, Batman it's Forever. Batman Forever? No, it's, it's one of the uh, Tim Burton ones. Yeah, it's the one with uh, Selena Kyle. The yeah. second one. Yeah, it's the second one. What was that so one? So, no nipples. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no bad no. Side note, this is off topic, I'm sorry, but I used to go to a school uh, that was a kind of premier art school, and they had this guy come who worked on the concept art for the Batman movie, Batman and Robin specifically, and he stood in front of us and he opened up his speech with, I just want you to know that the nipples weren't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> 
And he's going to say that every, <laughs> every time, time he does a presentation. Because they always introduce him as the guy who worked on Batman and Robin. And he's yeah. like, oh, why? <laughs> um, I have one more complaint about the um, English voice acting in Persona 5. Um, it kind of <coughs> seemed... Okay, for full disclosures that I haven't really been exposed to the Japanese voice acting, but from what I can tell, it kind of seems like they hired a bunch of English actors that don't know how to pronounce Japanese names. Oh, no. <laughs> oh snap. No. It's, it's, they just keep, like, I don't know, It's maybe maybe that's how those names are pronounced in the Japanese version as well, but it feels like they're putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable a little bit. Emphasis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that character's name is Sakamoto, not Sakamoto, oh. but... Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It drives me crazy, though. That's weird, because Atlas is... Takamaki, no. no. <laughs> that is weird, because Atlas is usually really good about their voice acting. Yeah, they're usually really good. So I'm not sure. That's why I'm thinking, is like maybe that's how they're pronounced in the Japanese version. I just haven't been exposed to it. <laughs> but it seems weird, because that's not usually how pronunciation goes no. with Japanese names, is it? No, it's not. That's really weird. Yeah. And it's I'm kind of excited. Too. Which yeah, is strange. Uh, like everyone pronounces the name that way. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> I did. I am excited because I think uh, what's his name, McCree and Torbjorn are in it. So. <laughs> Matt Mercer is probably in it. Probably. Um, yeah, I think I it's on Matt Mercer, and then Keith Silverstein cool. is uh, supposed to be some guy with a bald head. Oh, okay. And a goatee. Uh, that I don't. Know, that he, doesn't help me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what his name is. I think he might be a later character. Cause I'm not, I know Matt Mercer. I think didn't Matt Mercer like take over in Persona Four for a character? Mm, I can't um, say. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, he may have been Kanji, Kanji. in the animation. Of yeah, the Golden. It, he was. I think Kanji was originally Troy Baker. Yeah. But I think he got, in one of the, like the fighting games, Matt Mercer took yeah, over. Yeah, Matt Mercer was in. He was the fighting game, and then he was. For golden and then the animation, so he wasn't. I was really salty about that when that <laughs> happened too. Like, don't change the voice actors. <laughs> Maybe they had to. I don't know, but I was upset about it. This is correct. All of that was correct. All of that was correct. Yeah, took over for Tori Baker in uh, English. Yeah. You know our stuff. Jesse's fact checking. Checking that. <laughs> my job. Well, my pre-salt is all good. I love the Dark Souls DLC. I'm like one of like five people that really like it <laughs> and I don't know it's it feels like Dark Souls to me I, I didn't play the first one and I keep saying that so I'm just gonna keep this short but it's good the DLC's good I don't know everybody's really salty it's fine don't worry about it it's good maybe that's what makes the difference maybe you need to play the first one then you'll be like yeah Dark Souls 3 does suck <laughs> I don't know I mean, I can I can pick out the bad parts in three, but I just really like it. So I don't know. It's it's fine. It's better than two. You know, I was gonna ask. Um, I know everybody was saying that like the um, the enemies like aren't they, their HP really high and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, wasn't that the same thing with um, Bloodborne? I remember everybody saying that like, oh, if you go into New Game Plus, you're gonna get your ass. Yeah. Cut. So I don't understand. And so I'm like, isn't that the exact same thing that happened in Bloodborne? It's like, right. oh, well, and, you don't go and in. And then like, there's there's two phase bosses in this, and I remember with Bloodborne, a lot of people were like, just give me a boss rush. I want a boss rush. And now it's like, here, have multi phase bosses. No, why are you doing this? It's like, <laughs> well, I thought the main the frustration I had with some of the multi phase bosses in in Dark Souls Three was that it was 
you would deplete one health bar and then they just get a mm. new one. Uh, whereas, like, I mean, I suppose like in Bloodborne they did technically have multiple phases, but it was all in the same health bar. Yeah, and yeah, they just had to, like a ton I mean, of health. it's just the one that does, and there's like the first one, and there's a trick to it. At least I found, depending on which, like, it starts as two enemies, and you do a lot of damage to them, and it, I guess there's a lot of HP. I don't know. It's one of those things where when you summon in a phantom, the boss HP gets bumped up a bit to kind of even things yeah. out. So I think people are going in with, like, four people and now the boss is, like, ridiculous. Like, it's hard. You have to play the fight well. And it's... I don't know. I like it. And fighting fighting two bosses at once is not exactly unusual in the Souls right. series. They've been doing that since Demon Souls. Exactly. So... If you go in two people... Granted, Maneater was everybody's least favorite boss. But, uh, <laughs> I can see why people... like. I can see the stuff that people don't like about it. And I am not having as bad of a time with it. It's like, I mean, it's fine. Like, that's what I know Dark Souls to be. So I guess I'm not getting upset over it. Like, Dark Souls for me was always this big, scary thing. And with epic HP pools and just failing over and over and over for like a week and then finally getting it so that was my like Dark Souls 2 experience and that's what I'm feeling with this DLC like I've hit a wall already and it's frustrating but I'm still loving it I was there I was there for the wall oh yeah <laughs> I'll get into that later I'm salty about it so I am salty about the DLC but I still love it so um I put down a lot of stuff. Uh, I started playing Lunar Silver Star Story Complete. I don't know if you guys know that game. No, I thought that was like a military like <laughs> ship that you're actually talking about, <laughs> like the yeah, SS like MacArthur well, or something there, like that. I'm like, what is the Lunar, Lunar SSSC? Silver Star? And it was a Sega Saturn game in like mid '90s, and then in 1999 they ported it over and like redid all the like it. It was one of the first games to have anime cutscenes and like voice acting in it, and so they they revamped it on PlayStation. And they released it, and then they came over here, and they got a. Re- I think the voice cast is really good for when it came out, and so it was Lunar Silver Star, and the PlayStation version was Silver Star Story Complete because I guess they like. The story was how they originally wanted it to be, something like that. But it was the first RPG I really got into, and I found my copy of it when I was cleaning my room this past week, and I started playing it. I'm like, wow, this is the best RPG ever. It's kind of awful, but I love it. And I'm like crying while I'm playing. I was like, I've missed all of these characters so much, so I really, really want to do like a stream of it. So I'm working on that right now, getting that set up. It'll be great, so I'll probably start crying. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm not ready to see you cry. It's my favorite RPG ever. Like, it's not even that good. It's just, I don't know. The nostalgia factor. Yeah, the nostalgia factor. And then uh, Overwatch, they had a new comic release, and it was really great. And, you know, it was good. Mercy had yep. the bi haircut, so that was really great. And the Shimada nipple. What? 
The Shimano. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody all in love with Genji, Dark Watch yeah, Genji. And his Genji one, with nipple. His one nipple. It, it's, it's a yeah. hereditary trait. And his red, his red eyes. eyes. So glad Mercy saved that yeah. nipple. Him and his brother both got to have the one boob. Yeah. Wait, yeah. You know? but isn't, he, isn't his hair green? So if he has red eyes, then he's Christmas. Well, his hair's black. Oh, okay. No, I think in the comic they, they give him okay. black hair. They should have. I don't know. Yeah, because if you, if you were like, if you were going to be game canon, he'd be Christmas. He would be Christmas. And but that's not intimidating. He his hair. That's true. Because he's part of Blackwatch. You can't have he green hair if you're part of Blackwatch. <laughs> so someone, someone down at Overwatch had the same thought, and they were like, we should maybe change <laughs> Someone, <the script."> yeah. <laughs> someone drew it, like the concept for it, and they're like, it's <laughs> we can't do that that's actually like my thing as like a person who designs concept art and like just character design i'm always like oh crap like one of the things that really bothers me is when people yeah when things like either look like christmas or like when something looks phallic and nobody fixes it through the entire game or like the entire film and you're like how did this get through several layers of editing and like approval and now there's this phallic thing in my face for this entire thing and I have to look at it and I can't unsee it (laughs) like one of your first test things should always be hey does this look like a penis (laughs) (laughs) should be oh my god alright Jesse special special guest here what, i i don't have very much to offer everyone i'm a i'm a lousy special guest <laughs> um i don't know what would to be fair you only found out you were doing this podcast like <laughs> yeah, 12 yeah. hours yeah now. and i <laughs> i haven't slept like i i've taken a nap but like i originally hadn't slept in 14 hours <laughs> so That's uh okay. you're gonna be on a podcast i don't i don't know what else to talk about so this is pre-salt right this is like things yeah. i'm happy about yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. like just nerd stuff in general. Yeah, you got your yeah, yeah. Okay. kind of salty, kind of whatever. Took notes for you. Oh, you like took the it. notes for me. Well, I don't know how important this is because it's, it's not video game related. It's, it's Star it's Wars related. Stuff. Go. It's okay. Funny. Well, th- something leaked from the new Star Wars movie, and it was just it was just a clip, and I don't know if it's real <laughs> and like, but it's definitely. But all it is right because I was like so excited because everybody was hyping it up right, and so I click on the link and it was just. Kylo Ren, right, with a scar on his face, wearing all black, and standing next to a tree, and he walks up to this shrine that's just like a pile of rocks, and then the music dramatically just stops, and that was the whole thing. And I was like, y'all made me get really excited for this. She was, like, poking me while she was saying (laughs) for each point. (laughs) And then the other thing I'm pretty pumped about is that, uh... Ghost in the Shell flopped, and for the first time in anyone's life, they were finally like, instead of it being like, maybe it was the editor or something, they're like, maybe it was because we cast white people instead of Japanese <laughs> actors. <laughs> and it was like the first time a headline has ever really like t- addressed like, okay, this was the reason this flopped was the whitewash, the whitewashing, and like I guess I I feel bad because that's someone's livelihood saying like, oh man, it flopped. But at the same time, I don't feel bad because Ghost in the Shell is one of my favorite films of all time. As some of the most beautiful set design, I'm an artist, so I'm just <laughs> nerd. Some of the most beautiful set design, and I'm gonna make Nikki watch it in Japanese because the English version has that lady that sounds like she's explaining to you that the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell <laughs> in the middle of like, she's giving this like super existential speech and she's like, you know, like, um, what makes a person, what is their identity and what, you know, what is our whole being? But like in the show, she's like, what makes a person their identity? <laughs> like, am I a person? 
or am I not a person? But it's like the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. You could replace <laughs> any, you could put any text in there with her tone of voice and it would be okay. But like, it's just, it's just not my jam. So I'm, I'm pretty much, I'm, and Nikki's never seen it in Japanese. I've seen the English and I thought it was fine. <laughs> There's like a couple, you saw it when you were 13. No, I saw it when I was like 18. 18. <laughs> I should watch. I was older and far more. I don't like to be like, oh, you know, the the subtitles are. So, like, I was dubs are even useless. like twenty four when I because dubs, you know, like dubs are useful, especially for people who can't read the subtitles. I just wish that American actors would actually like take some time to care about what they were saying for five minutes. Well, but there are some yeah. people who do. Like I like Cowboy Bebop dub. Yeah. Yeah, the Cowboy Bebop was really, it was really well dubbed because it seemed like those actors really cared about what they were talking about. Whereas, like sometimes yeah. it's like, oh no, ah, I died. <laughs> the Devil Man dub is a really good example. <laughs> what was it? You guys were talking about JoJo, right? Where oh, the like... JoJo dub's really bad because they're like, <laughs> oh yeah, it's pretty like, awful. Like they're trying to make him. Sound... What was that? My, my buddies were <laughs> sorry. My buddies were listening to it last week, and they they cracked me up with the one. What was it like Dirty Deeds for Dirty, <laughs> oh, dirty Deeds Done Dirt Listen Cheap? That. But Japanese what was the like becomes um, filthy acts at a reasonable price? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what he kept on crying. He's like filthy acts. <laughs> like he was just like cracking up at that. That was the funniest thing he had ever heard. And I was like, oh my gosh! Like I love it. Yeah, that like made my friends' day. Like, <laughs> that. I yeah, I like those. I like those when they become when they're clever with them. But sometimes it's like really lazy because like Nut yeah. King Call becomes nuts and bolts, and I'm like, oh. If it's boring. like a really good, if it's a really good anime, it kind of pisses me off. But like like the Devil Man dub is almost a national treasure because almost, of the bad. Because it's like it's so bad. <laughs> like the part where he like pulls a gun out of his jacket. He's like, suck on this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they almost didn't care. It's like they almost didn't care. Like they walk inside. He's like, "Should I take my shoes off?" I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't an anime, but the uh, um, countdown vampires on the Dreamcast, I believe, has this amazing line where the guys like, God, "What's the line? it's something like?" Um, now I am going to tell you my plan to make sure that you really don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, uh, if you've seen Cyber City, or no, what was it? Is this the vampire one? Yeah. <laughs> it was like this, it's like Cyber City 080808, something like that, and it was based on like the CD-ROM game. But the dub for it was really, really bad. It's There's this one part where the guy's like, Hey, Benson, don't get scared if you see a vampire out there. It's like, you wouldn't know a goddamn vampire if it jumped up and bit you on the end of your dick. So get off my back. <laughs> and then he, like, shuts his car door and zooms away into the future. It's like, I don't know. It was goofy, bad voice acting, but that one line was, like, the best line. <laughs> another, good, another good line is uh, from... Michigan report from hell. Like, oh, it's just a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> Could not sound more cheerful about finding just, just a, quote a dead, a dead body. body. There's this part in the Devil Man dub where he's like, How's your dad? He's like, He's dead. <laughs> he committed suicide and he just like he's driving and he's like just telling you these fact by fact things. I'm like, what is going on? 
I kind of want to check this yeah, out. Yeah, you yeah, should. Watch the first episode of Devil. It gets really serious. It's really gruesome. I think it's, um, I think it's, like, touted as, like, one of the most violent anime and manga series. Yeah, it's from, like, the 70s Whatever. or but 80s. It's, it's really, the, the American dub is quality, because it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I just and I should also finally watch the Ghost in the Shell animated movies and series. Mm. Is like I had one bad experience with the animated with the uh, with standalone complex when I was like twelve, oh. and I haven't gone. <laughs> yeah, revisit it. It's really. I just good. like I got I I was watching Adult Swim late at night, and it was that episode where they're chasing the serial killer that's skinning women alive. Oh. And I was like not prepared yeah. for this at the oh. tender age of twelve. I would say <laughs> never went that back. the nineteen ninety five film is actually so like mild compared to that. The 1999 not in 1995 film is very much like an existential crisis about what it is to be human versus what it is to be artificial yeah. and like showing that that line is really blurred. Um, I think it's an interesting I think one of the reasons that um, people were so upset about the whitewashing besides like Ghost in the Shell being such like a pivotal Japanese piece of artwork and the creator saying that it's really based from like this idea of Japanese culture is this idea that like the whole cyberpunk genre in the U S has had this history of like taking not really what, um, not really what Japanese culture is even, but like how Westerners see Japanese culture and specifically projecting horrible futures onto Japanese culture instead of projecting them onto ourselves out of fear. And it's not just Japanese culture. Like Blade Runner does it with like the entirety of Asian cultures. Um, but I think that the original Ghost in the Shell, like, presented, yeah, it was, like, scary, but not entirely scary, this idea of not necessarily having to have a physical human body to be a person. Like, that AI idea, which is why I think it was such a good film, and I think that's why so many people were upset about it getting the Scarlett Johansson treatment. <laughs> also, I well, it's a spoiler, so I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, I've definitely been it. seeing a lot of people being like, "Oh, but she's not Japanese in the, in the show," and I'm like, "Please, Motoko Kusanagi." Like, here's I know she's an anime character, and anime characters I almost got in a kind fight of like, with a guy ambiguous, it. but come on. Yeah. The thing that really bugs me about this in the movie is that they were. I think they early on were getting feedback about whitewashing. So the way they handled it. Am I allowed to say this? Am I allowed to say some stuff? I mean, it was all over the news. What? About, like, the end of what happened. Oh. How they dealt with it. Well, I don't... I don't really... I'm not really interested in seeing this movie, so I don't really care. Yeah, I'm not okay. interested. So the way they dealt with it was even weirder. Yeah, I guess. She was, like, she died. Yeah. Like, the real Makoto Kusanagi in this film died. And um, they put an actual Japanese person's, like, mind inside of Scarlett Johansson. Oh. And at the end, she's, like, oh. visiting her Japanese grave. Like her, Japanese grand, her Japanese mother is holding her. Oh, so they put her oh into, God. like... And they make this whole note in the original 1995 movie about how their bodies are superior now. And, like, just oh. that whole concept of, like, the idea of the superior body also included it being Scarlett Johansson. Oh. is like, really gross yeah. in a weird way to handle it. God. Yeah, that's mad. That I mean, at least they didn't do that thing they were planning on doing, which is they were planning on using CGI to make Scarlett Johansson oh. look. Oh Asian. my God! Yeah, uh, that would have been worse. That would have been worse. The, the backlash was swift and immediate, and they walked that part back pretty fast. Good. They're like, never yeah. mind, kids. <laughs> God, that's fun. 
Like, I don't mean to be whiny about it. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm here to dish some salt, and that's my salt. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a good segue into the salt, actually. Yeah. I'm here to fact check and provide Oh, the salt. <laughs> some real salt. Oh, gosh. Yeah, uh, I want to thank uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen <laughs> for making me look like complete dork on my own freaking podcast. Yeah, you Because yeah, I was like, oh, all the DLC is free. And then it's like, no, sucker, if you want to play Gladio, you know, fork over $5. And I'm like, what? <laughs> $5 um, isn't that That's bad. not bad. No, it's not. But I'm just like, I like free. And y'all lie to me, man. <laughs> Like I, I can't. I, like I wish I could pull it up. I remember it was an article that uh, CJ posted, and I remember like reading it and it's saying that like the DLC stuff was going to be free. So now I'm like, I need to find it because obviously I got too excited about stuff that I didn't read the fine print. I think, uh, some but I remember of the DLC is free, like cosmetic. Yeah, stuff. and and I think that's what that's where they got me because I know with the carnival, that whole carnival junk was free, but then you got extra perks if you bought the like season pass yeah and i was and so that's what i thought it was i thought like oh you're gonna get extra perks for um you know whatever if you you don't you know get the season pass or whatever so that's why i thought like all the episodes are gonna be free and i guess yeah the the chapter 13 fix uh was free i guess there is like a little side gladio mission in chapter three that you can play huh. as so i guess if you're broke and you don't have the five dollars, you can still play as Gladio. You just don't get to know why he has that extra cool scar Aww. on his face, um, and you don't get the. I guess I think he's supposed to play with Corleonis, Matt Mercer again. So you know you don't get to fight with McCree in <laughs> Final Fantasy. Um, but I, I don't know. To me, I was just like I was so confident when I told you I was like it's, it's free, okay? <laughs> Boot up your PS4 and get to playing some Final Fantasy. I will, and um, then I go and turn. And I legit turned it on after we like got done with the podcast, and I was like, "Oh no, it's she's like, gonna hate me forever." <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think I'm I'm knowing that I'm gonna wait until all of them come out episode yeah might as well this, and then see if they do like a deal yeah they, and i'm more excited about ten dollars um, instead of 15 whatever <laughs> yeah yeah and i'm more excited about prompto because that f- i got a flashback to like mark Wahlberg and four brothers and i'm like what's going on it's like <laughs> prompto mark Wahlberg all of a sudden what's going on i just really like prompto so i'm excited for that one too honestly yeah i think that one looks more uh I don't know. It looks like it's better than Gladio just, I'm running through the woods cutting monsters down. I'm like, I, I don't know. It looks like there's more story and heart and Prompto's little, like, five-second teaser than episode Gladio. So, I'm yeah, I'm a little salty about Gladio. Um, I'm also salty about, I don't know if you guys watch Game Theory on I YouTube. I no idea what that no. is. Um, <laughs> so it's like... It, but. Yeah, so it's 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 a pretty cool um, YouTube channel where they just come up with like funny game theories, like um, you know how is like the Mario universe connected maybe to the rest of Nintendo universe or um, what was one? I think there was one where it's like, is Mario a communist? <laughs> and how they like kind of prove that he's a communist through these That's theories. Great. Um, they also do like actual like mathematical stuff like. Could Altier and uh, NCO jump off a building and land in a thing of hay and not die? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> yeah. So they actually do like really like the. I guess they put real. Oh, and they actually have like they do have some cool Dark Souls stuff. This is which where, where I'm headed towards. Like they had one where um, it's this other guy like kind of like in their little 
collective of um, different hosts they have on their um, channel. He did um, kind of like music and then the uh, dancer from uh, Dark Souls 3. My wife. <laughs> and how like if you play most of the most of the um, the bosses, there, there's usually some kind of musical element to their music that plays in the background. So it might be like this 4-4 four, four timing or 3-4 timing to like their attacks and stuff like that. But with the dancer, it's this complicated, I guess, rhythm that the dancer is dancing in kind of a thing. And it like made it kind of like this really cool smart scientific musical thing the way they broke down this video but (laughs) with the new ring city dlc i felt like they just wanted to cash in on dark souls viewers um i don't know they're trying to steal people away from body (laughs) but um, they had this like two-part thing saying who are you as a character and i'm like well i thought this was an rpg so you're whoever the hell you want to be Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I think I watched the game Grumps, and they were uh, eat the poop. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> that was that the name of the good. character. So I'm like, like good series, like Game Grumps. Yeah. So I'm like, so you mean to tell me the game Grumps aren't eat the poop? There's someone else. Um, and uh, so he goes through this thing, and I guess in the first video, I didn't realize it. They actually put a big spoiler for the Ring City Aww. in it. Um, and when they showed, uh, I think, is it Sig- Sigward or Sigmire that's in this one? Oh. The, uh, DS3. Sigward is in, um, three. Three? Yeah. Okay. So they, like, supposedly showed his face, and I'm like, have they ever showed Sigward's face or Sigmire's uh, face in any of the games? Well, if you, you can kind of cheat and look through Sigmire's helmet and see that he has a face under Yeah, it. that's okay. what it is. So... They didn't do that with this one. They completely used a different character that was, like, a total, like... Um, I guess big reveal in the Ring City DLC, and I was like reading in the comments. I'm like, so I'm like, I, he looks like somebody else. And I want to imagine that's what Sigward would look like. And everybody in the comments were like, oh, you put the wrong person, you guys. Your editors like. And then other people were like, it's not Matt Pat. It's the editors. The editors used the wrong guy. He just is the VO. Um, and then when you watch the second one, it's revealed who it is, and I'm like, oh, these guys goofed um. like. This came out, like, I think maybe days after the DLC actually came out, too. So I doubt that many people got to this secret part that fast. But I was just like, dang. I'm like, I really could be salty about this, but I'm not playing the DLC, so. Um, But a lot of people did get salty. And I was just more salty on the fact that it just felt like they were trying to capitalize on Dark Mm -hmm. Souls. But not necessarily that he was a fan of it. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but... I get like kind of like oh like why are you going to cover something if you're not really a fan of it for the money <laughs> exactly so <laughs> for all the same especially with uh, Google losing all their ad <laughs> revenue lately so maybe that's why you did it I don't know but um yeah that was my little bit of like game theory YouTube stuff because um YouTube is weird and um the last thing I added was like I kind of like I was sick the last couple of days so I was like binge watching Netflix stuff and I watched Winona Earp and I it, I I don't know if I don't know how I feel about it you guys <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I can say. I want to say that I'm salty about it but it has potential but then it's bad <laughs> and I don't know if it's bad like it's it's so bad that it's good or it's just so bad that it's just bad. No. And then there's a guy that's supposed to be Doc Holliday, and I don't know how I feel about him, because I really like Val Kilmer, Doc Holliday. Yeah, I'll never see Doc Holliday the same after Val Kilmer. Has anybody else yeah, played like, Val Kilmer? Even then... watching, like, Star Trek, 
there was an episode and there was like Doc Holiday and I was like, that's not Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is from, like the sixties. This is Val like, Kilmer. Uh... I remember the, these people that um, I like. I'm really active, like in fandoms, especially finding like uh, queer characters were really pumped up about Winona Earp because they had like these uh, female characters who were LGBT and. uh, I just, like, being, I remember being interested in it, but that died off so quickly, like, the whole, like, the whole Winona Earp thing just died, and I don't know if it was just, like, I think, like, the the general consensus is that, like, going into it and experiencing it, there's, like, this weird emptiness, and I think sometimes that happens on sci-fi shows, I don't know how to explain it, like, the characters are good, and the acting is good, but there's, like, something funky, I don't know how to explain it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and that's that's exactly how I feel about it. I'm like, the characters are cool. Um, I know what character you're talking about, and like, it's very obvious. Like that's what they're trying to set up for her and this other character. Um, but yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. It's just like the the, the actresses, the actors are good. Um, some of the bad guy dudes are like super corny, <laughs> but I mean they're supposed to be evil demons, so whatever. Like you're happy when she shoots him in the face. <laughs> So that's cool, but I'm like, yeah, like you said, like it's like this, like this weird emptiness to it. Like there's no depth or backbone or something that's lacking in it. Um, and it, it, the pacing is weird too. It's just like the first episode opens up with like them on this bus, and then of course the bus breaks down, and one of the ladies like, I'm gonna go outside because I don't want to be in a stupid bus. And then of course a demon comes after her, and then Winona's like, I have to go out and save her, and. All of a sudden, it's like, I don't know, a strike, strike of midnight. It's just like her birthday. So then she gets powers in the middle of this fight. <laughs> and so I'm like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> like, what? Game. Just yeah. convenience? It's like her birthday? It sounds like an anime. It it's her first boss battle. It's yeah, first maybe, I don't know. Maybe battle. it's not as like... <laughs> yeah, and it's not as... But it's not as like, um, I guess, smooth as an anime would handle it or something like that. I don't know. It, but it, you nailed it, Jesse. It's like, it has like this like hollowness or emptiness to it and I think that's definitely I don't know I think we're just watching it but I don't know why series syndrome like they can't yeah, use good like, series please get better please get better but there's a lot of them that are like you know what was a good series Warehouse 13 yeah and then they killed it and then they they murdered it it was the only good show they had and then like the writers were ready to be on for however long. The actors were like, "Yeah, we we love each other. We're we're ready to roll." And then Sci-Fi was like, "You get a season four and you're gone." And they gave them like oh. half a season, so they had to rush all this stuff. Yeah. And God, I'm so mad. I haven't even watched at last season because I'm just mad the at last it. Season and it wasn't like. But they rushed. They they pushed yeah. Micah and Pete together, which wasn't something they were planning on doing, really. And they forced it, and so it felt weird and hollow and not good. <laughs> we should. <laughs> well, it could have ended up like Carnival, where they just stopped, left season two on a thing, and we're like, "Whoops, we did, we got canceled." I'm glad they Fire finished Fire. it. Yeah, Fire I don't Fire. even recommend people watch that. I'm like, you're just gonna be mad for the next five years. <laughs> it just stops. <laughs> it just stops abruptly. Oh God. It actually happened to um, one of my mom's friends with the, the girl with the dragon tattoo series. Mm. She was reading the books, and she finished the th- third one or whatever, and was like, "Oh, I just 
I don't know, it ended on kind of a weird note, and I guess I'm just going to have to read the next one when it comes out, and uh, I'm like, ah, oh, bad news. <laughs> yeah. But, so. yeah, that's, that's my salt. I mean, I forgot to add in the pre-salt, I, like, totally binged uh, the S-Town podcast. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know how I feel about I it. I stopped. Like, our, our buddy... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, our buddy Chris uh, from the Chomp Chain podcast um, at Local Bones said that he left uh, the podcast feeling like optimistic about life and kind of like, hey, you know, on the bright side. Um, I don't know how <laughs> no. I feel about it, to be honest with you. I, I legit was like on a roller coaster. Like episode three legit made me like like well up and I like had like a little hot tear come out of my eye. Um and then, like, I'm feeling sad and moody, and then all of a sudden, like, this podcast has some of the coolest beats I've ever yeah, heard in my life. So then, like, I'm, like, all, like, feeling sentimental, and then all of a sudden, like, a hot beat. <laughs> and I'm, like, I don't know if I'm supposed to, like, start shrugging my shoulders right now, because I'm, like, it's supposed to be sad, but this makes me want to, like, like, boogie a little bit. And then, like, some, like, messed up stuff happens, and I'm, like, oh, no, I'm sad again. So, um, it's, like, a weird roller coaster of a podcast. And I was convinced it was fake. I was like, this is like the best dramatization I've ever heard in my life. And it turns yes. out everything in it is absolutely it's real. Wild. And I'm like, holy crap. These are not voice actors. These yeah. are real people. This is crazy. But, um, yeah. I recommend that. I, I wouldn't mind hearing if you guys listen to it, what you think I have about not, it. But. I've noticed that a couple people on my Twitter feed are listening to it at the same time right now. Yeah. So... Yeah, you I think and, like um, I think yeah, Dave, Dave, <laughs> me, and, Dave, uh, uh, somebody else. Sean, uh, the lore hunter was listening. Yeah, to Yeah, I it. started listening to it, um, and you did. I stopped after uh, three just because I haven't had a chance to listen to it at work. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then you listen to the super sad yeah. beginning. Yeah, and I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I was all like crushed. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Was it? Are you okay, guy?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's allergies. <laughs> Get out of my cubicle." I'm not crying. You're crying. Exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was that. So that's that's the end of my salt. All right. Um, it's been a while since I got so mad at a shrine puzzle in Breath of the Wild <laughs> that I felt like I had to turn off the game and walk away. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it happened on Sunday, and um, it was the uh, it was a shrine involving it to sort of transport blue flame around to different little. Um, whatever those things are called, braziers or whatever. And um, I got to a point where I th I think, I mean, it's hard to tell because they kind of leave it up to you to solve the puzzle, right? Mm -hmm. But I think what I'm supposed to do is shoot an arrow through the one lit brazier into two that are kind of moving back and forth. Yes. And the timing's fairly precise because there's water on both sides. And, you know, I've been trying to use a couple of different, um, like the time stop. Mm-hmm. I've been using the world to stop time for one of them and, and kind of try and get through that. But I just, I don't know, I I would shoot it and I would feel like my aim was true and it would miss or bounce off harmlessly and not light anything. Or it would go through and just not light the braziers. And I just, I did it, I used all of my arrows oh. and then I reloaded my save and I used all my arrows again and I was like, fuck this. I had to, um, <laughs> I had to aim like kind of diagonally. Like, I wasn't looking yeah, at I straight like, on. I, feel like I, I, I came from, like, the side, and then even then I think I got lucky. Well, the 
the lit one is off to the side, so I'm already doing that. So I don't know why I'm not lighting the right. thing. Well, like you can stick, so you can stick your arrow into the fire, and then I did okay. that too. It, it feels like that one was so long ago. Like I forget what shot I literally I've done. did. Like fifty <laughs> shots. Oh my thing. god. I couldn't do it. There's I a way so to mad. do it. I have not gone back. I don't remember I have what the way is. Back. There's, a, there's yeah. probably not a trick. I don't know. We'll figure it. You'll get it. I'll figure it out someday. But right now I'm playing Persona <laughs> 5, so fuck all that. <laughs> I'm also really mad about, um, I'm still mad about the shields breaking all the time and the weapons breaking all the time. I completely ran out of shields, like, twice, and I can't find any good ones. It's just all, like, shitty little Boko shields. So... That's really annoying. Uh, what's she? I, I'll get into situations where I I'm running from a guardian because I can't parry anymore because I don't have a shield. So it sucks. One thing I start started having to do was um, if I picked up like a decent shield, I'd mark it on the map because it would like like in towns and stuff and sometimes find a shield, and they'll respawn after a certain amount of days or maybe it's after the blood moon. Oh, that's really so. Like, I know in Zora's domain, you can get, like, a Zora sword, and those will pop back up after a while, so if I'm ever out of a shield, I'm like, oh, I can just run back to the Zoras and pick up a Zora shield, so it's, you just gotta, That's really yeah, like, they show, they show back <laughs> up so you don't have to, like, depend on enemy <laughs> drops for them. Like, if you... Well, right now, right now it's all Persona all yes. the time, so I'll just have to keep that in mind when I finally go back, <laughs> right. but... So yeah, that's good. You'll get it. It'll be fine. I believe in you. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get it. But uh, speaking of Persona 5, the um, <laughs> official Atlas stance on streaming for Persona 5 is making people real mad. It is. Um, oh, yeah. I have, because I, I've decided to be professional this week, I pulled up the actual article that they posted on their website so we can talk about all of the points. Um, no. So, for video content, they said you can post however many additional videos you'd like, but limit them to be at most 90 minutes long each. Um, no major sp story spoilers. Fair. Um, they said, avoid showing or spoiling the ending segments of the first three palaces. Um, avoid something about an awakening. Avoid the thing about the painting. I don't know what that means. Being vague um, about things. And don't talk about a student investigator. I don't know what that means yeah. either. Um, you can grab footage of the first boss fight, but don't capture video from the other major boss fights. Don't focus solely on cutscenes or animated scenes and mostly feature dungeon crawling or spending time in Tokyo. And they do say you can post straight gameplay or you can post gameplay with commentary. And then for streaming, um... One thing to note is that you're not able to take screenshots or or share video through the native PS4 UI, which is kind of annoying for me because I want to take screenshots of stupid shit that I find <laughs> in the game. But um, also, if you do plan on streaming through other means, they um, same video guidelines except for the length, and then also they say do not stream past July 7th. And there has been some confusion I've noticed. They don't mean July 7th, 2017 right now, they mean July 7th in-game, because it's on an in-game calendar, so don't stream past that point. Um, and if you do so, you will be at the risk of getting a content ID claim, or a channel strike, or account suspension. 
So yeah. that's, that's pissed a lot of people off. Um, I, I was listening to the giant bombcast earlier this week, and they said that the pre-release embargo was pretty similar to this. Um, so that's a little bit weird too that they're trying to kind of extend it past release of the game. Yeah. Um, like I, one thing I'm pretty salty about, and we were talking about this before recording, but um. I didn't know there was going to be a plot twist on July 7th. Thanks a lot, Atlas. I, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. If yeah. It could be afterwards. And it's Persona. There's always a plot twist somewhere. Well, I know. But, like, it would have been, it would have been nice for that to be kind of a, a little surprise when it came yeah. out. Yeah. Um, and also, people are being huge jerks. This isn't really Atlas's fault. But people are being huge jerks about it and spoiling it on purpose now because the game has been out for six months in Japan. Right, and it's it's yeah. kind of amazing that we haven't really seen much because of that. People were definitely streaming it in the West, in Japanese. Yeah. Like, that was definitely happening. I just didn't watch them because I didn't want spoilers. Yeah. Um, it's my understanding that there were pretty similar restrictions on Japanese mm-hmm. um, streaming when the, it came out in Japan when they lo- loosened up after... A month or so. There's not really a definite end date on when the, all these restrictions are going to loosen up or go away. Um, and I don't think Atlas USA even knows when these restrictions are going to drop because they seem. No, it does sound it's, like it's from, from what they're talking the about. It sounds like it's up thing. to Japan. Yeah. Um, so it's it's weird for sure. They, it's super weird and. Yeah, people are being jerks about it, and it is kind of annoying because the game has been out for six months at this point, um, and I've avoided spoilers thus far, and it would be kind of nice if they would just trust me to have self-control. Um, but yeah, people are being, like, super fucking salty about it. I saw a lot of people who were like, well, I'm not going to buy the game now, thanks, what? Atlas, and it's <laughs> That's like... That's weird. They weren't going to buy the game anyway. Like they weren't going to buy the game to begin yeah. with, and I do kind of understand where people were coming from. They were like, I was kind of hoping on... Let's Plays and such to determine whether or not I actually wanted to buy this game. And now a lot of their favorite Let's Players are scared off of doing videos. But, I don't know. I mean, if you're kind of on the fence about it, I don't know if a video would have convinced you anyway. I I feel like with, uh, at least for me, with the whole like Shin Megami Tensei series as a whole, you need to play it to really get a feel for it. It's one of those things where you either love it or you hate it. Yeah. And, you know, the story is pretty important to those games. But there is... I mean, the game... I I also enjoy the gameplay. So it's not just about the story, for me, at Mm -hmm. least. Um, So I definitely think... And, I mean, you don't really necessarily get the full experience because, you know, whoever you're watching the video, you might... Maybe you'll pick different... Uh, social links to pursue or different side quests to do and there's a lot there since it's an RPG and this is like a hundred hour game or whatever but I don't know these these I think these restrictions are a little intense um, but the uh, extreme sodium levels in response have been <laughs> also overboard. they have been yeah Although I I do think it's really shitty of them to release this the day of release, <laughs> like a little bit more heads <laughs> I mean, up would have given been nice. it a little bit more heads up because I I definitely know there's uh, some let's players I kind of like watching and they were in the middle of recording when they oh. got this news and they'd recorded like two hours of their planned let's play, oh. <laughs> so now they're just like well but um we'll just have to wait yeah, so until... a little bit of heads up would have been a good idea if they'd given it even just a couple of days. Yeah. Instead of doing it on release day. 
bad. Yeah, especially with the consequences. Like, I mean, getting a copyright claim isn't too bad, but like strikes against yeah. your channel. And account like, suspension's intense. That's pretty bad. Yeah, I'm like, that's huge. Like, really? Like, dang, like, content strike is good enough. You don't need to go that far. Yeah, I mean, it's my understanding that if you get multiple content strikes, it can lead to those other two things. Yeah, I think you you can only... Yeah. Uh, Well, some of the... Like, the copyright strikes aren't too bad. Like, a lot of it's like... um, Yeah, the copyright strikes are... Usually, it'll be something like... um, Like, I have one for Final Fantasy before it came out where I used um, footage from one of their, I don't know, promo thingies or something like that. And Sony put a copyright claim on it, so it's monetized, so whatever money I would have made off of it, Sony gets. And I'm like, well, that's fair enough, because it's their content, and I pretty much just ripped them off. So that's fine. It's not even me playing the game. It's, you know, me just using their test footage. Um, Then, like, say, like, for, like, music, um, depending on what kind of copyrights there are in music, they'll slap you with, like, oh, well, um, I don't know. Uh such and such music group owns it so like you know Capitol Records or something like that owns it or whoever owns the rights to the music so same thing if nothing happens they'll stay on your channel you'll still get your views you'll still get your likes you'll get your comments but if you were to make any money off of it the person that has a copyright gets it so that to me would make sense so, okay so if you're streaming it then I don't know you break these rules they put a copyright thingy on it and that means hey guess what um, Atlas makes all this money off of your views which someone like say if, like Markiplier or I don't know Jacksepticeye or whoever's doing it then Atlas is going to make a lot of money um, but like for like strikes on your channel that's like you get three strikes and they, they kick you mm-hmm. off of YouTube yeah and <laughs> like cutting, cutting what was the third one like account um, suspension yeah like, like <laughs> whoa like really off of like a let's play like I don't even think Nintendo was that bad, and people were salty about Nintendo. Nintendo, I think, streaming, usually prefers so. to just pull your videos down. Yeah, so that's that's all they'll do. They just like they'll pull your video, but I don't think there's any like strike or anything that hurts you as far as a content creator. Yeah, but, they like, just want it to, to like, they give want you a strike. It, they just want it to go away for the most part. It seems. Yeah. Um. So I'm just like, why even do that? Just why not just slap every like? We're just gonna pull it down. Why make these stupid little like? We just totally like gave you a spoiler. July seventh, something, something happens. Something happens Thanks. on or about yeah. July seventh. Yeah, <laughs> July seventh. Oh yeah, that painting thingy. There's it's a like, painting, what painting thingy. thingy. Don't show the painting thingy. Yeah, what painting? I'm thingy? trying to yeah, think about it. Like a guy like keeps bringing yeah. it up on the local uh, Facebook group. He's like, "What's the painting?" And he like messaged me. He started a little chat, and he's like, "Do you know what the painting is?" I'm like, "No, I don't." Stop talking about it. I'm trying not to even think about the things we already <laughs> talked about. Okay, like. I don't want. I read Atlas's thing. I don't want to. I want to forget everything in it already because I'm not going to stream it. <laughs> Just stop. Don't don't ask me about the painting. I don't know what the fuck the painting is. We'll find yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. When I so, find out, I will. Thank you because I will have to beat you up. <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Fly out to Salt Lake yeah, City just, just to, to beat you up. <laughs> have a fight. No, what, what was it? If you spoil anything for me, I will challenge you to a fight. Well, Jesse, I was saying I'd make Kay get on oh, Dark Souls and I would make you fight me. PvP. <laughs> you would probably beat me at Dark Souls, honestly. I'm not good at PvP. Yeah. See? <laughs> so, uh, no spoilers, Kay. Dishonor. No, no spoilers, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dishonor on you. Dishonor on your cow. Um, (laughs) uh, There was one more point I had about this, but I don't remember what it was anymore. So thanks, Nikki. Dishonor. (laughs) Dishonor indeed. Oh, God. I guess it's my turn. But no, it is is a little frustrating. Um, And I... Now I remember what it was. There was someone I follow on Twitter that was having sort of a conversation about this and being like, I wish that it wasn't always negatives and I wish there was some way that like developers, producers and streamers or YouTubers could kind of work together and do like revenue sharing Mm -hmm. or something on stuff like this so it's not so harsh and negative and there isn't as much backlash with people being like, ah, the man (laughs) is trying to stop me from making money off of their own content. Um... (laughs) <laughs> or you know but um yeah i mean i kind of agree with that i don't really know how it would work but i i mean atlas does have the right to restrict their like use of their content I but i wish yeah. they weren't so incredibly harsh i think the problem is scale <laughs> yeah. because if you have yeah. like especially for me who like i don't like um i'm a creator that just like does like like art for convention and most of that's fan art like if you want to sell anything at a convention it's fan art creators don't usually slap down on that because you aren't making that much money but if you are a huge let's player on youtube you're making like thousands of dollars so that's a large revenue sometimes millions of dollars these people live in these houses that's a large revenue that's going not necessarily away from their product but being made off their intellectual property which is hard when you don't necessarily have a huge team of people working on these projects or you do have a huge team of people and you need to pay them for all the work they've put into it and they've put into it years and years and years and you're up there for like maybe a couple months streaming the whole game and you've made more than that individual who's worked on it for like four years has made off of it yeah and i mean the art the counter argument i've been seeing bandied about on reddit and twitter and such is oh well you know i watch streams or i watch youtube videos to see if i want to buy a game but i think maybe the people who are saying that are overestimating their importance and how often that actually happens for sure there are people who will watch a game instead of play it and for sure some of those people wouldn't have bought it in the first place but definitely like especially with uh really intensive story-based games or games that are very short um people will watch it and be like oh that's cool but i don't want to spend x amount of dollars on it and they won't buy it anymore when they maybe they would have tried they would have bought it to try it out originally so i mean they there's definitely an argument there for it can take away revenue from the game developer and sure say might get some of that back and people being like oh this is great i want to buy this and play it myself now but maybe that number of people is overestimated by uh gamers Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Oh, well. That's all I got. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was just making sure. <laughs> well, back to uh, Dark Souls, as usual. Um, I'm stuck on the optional boss, and holy crap you guys it is the worst fight ever and like i tried fighting like 10 times in a row 10 losses and i was getting so mad 
like I think I was talking to Jesse while I was doing some of the fights, and I'm like swearing and getting really upset. I was, I was like, like, "You need to walk away. You need to put it down. <laughs> Take a little breather." So, as for all my, you know, hey, I love Dark Souls Three DLC. It's super great and awesome. I I have gotten very very salty over it. And too. her number one phrase to <laughs> yell when she is uh, not doing so well is, "This is broken." <laughs> Everything is broken. This is so broken. I call broken hacks. No Johns. Hacks. No Johns. <laughs> it's hack broken. <laughs> it's hack broken. <laughs> I mean, I just... <sighs> I don't I don't understand. Like, my rolls... Am I just timing my rolls bad? Am I too... Am I too heavy? Like, what's going on? Like, I can watch videos of how people have beaten this boss. And, like, it's like, yeah, okay, I see their strategy... I should be able to do this. And I, I go into the fight. I'm all excited. I'm like, yeah, this is going to work. And I get smacked. And then I get, like, I, I, I don't know, guys. I get, like, stagger locked. And it's awful. And I can't do anything. And then I'm dead. And it's just bad. So I've taken a step oh. away from that. I haven't played Dark Souls in, like, a week. So I'll just come back to that when I haven't played for a while. So the, the DLC is on hold for me for a little while. Maybe I'll go beat Breath wild first and and then get into it so you know i i love dark souls 3 but it's gotten it's got me feeling salty <laughs> but as a whole like the story i like the story i don't know i was on a plug in dark insight for a second i was on an episode and we all got really into it so it's good. The story's really good. They didn't think it was very good. I think it's very good. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, I still have been playing Fire Emblem Heroes. I, I keep talking about it every week, but this week's update for Fire Emblem Heroes is I just wanted... Well, I always just want Lucina, but this week I said, you know what? The focus is some Pegasus Knights, and I want any Pegasus Knight would be great. Just give me a four-star Pegasus Knight. This will be fantastic. My odds are really great for this. I can do it. So I go in, and I get no Pegasus Knights. I get two of the same guy. I get a useless archer. And I just... I'm done, you guys. I can't handle this game. I, they don't give me anything <laughs> I want. And I don't want to spend money. It's awful. It's horrible. <sighs> don't play Fire Emblem Heroes. Just don't do it. It's not worth the, like, anguish. I can't handle it. It's, like, there's no reward for any of it other than just being able to say, Oh, I got a team that could get me this many points, but who cares? Nobody cares. <sighs> okay, I I'm done. I, I, I don't have very much good salt, so... You're not salty over that last thing? What's my last thing? Your last point. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> My last point. Don't put it on the Google Doc if you're not going to talk about it. Jesse has been using instead of saying just freaking like, yeah, I ate that sandwich. I fucking bored that sandwich. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> like, what the fuck, Jesse? I'm calling you out right now. I told you I had a brush with a boar, and I don't, I don't want to go back. But, like, also, it's hilarious. You know, like, there's those minion gummies? No. So I hate minions. No. No, no I don't know that. I hate minions. There's minion gummies. And there's minion gummies. And my ex-girlfriend took me to the store and was like, 
we should get these so we can divorce them. No! <laughs> Jesus. And she was joking, but slowly, over the course of time, the vor never went away. And then I started talking about vor, and now we're all vor. Okay? No. All of us. No, we're like, not. Like, okay, you can't speak for yeah. yourself. Because <laughs> today I was, at, I was at the airport, and this guy was aggressively eating a banana. And, like, <laughs> like that guy ate it in, like, ten seconds. Like, it was his job to eat that banana, right? And, like, that's sort of funny. But then you say, that guy, like, bored a banana in ten seconds. <laughs> then it's like ten times funnier because it was the banana wanted to live, but he wasn't letting it. <laughs> he, he takes any subtly oh. funny thing or like not even subtly thing and like adds plus ten funny to it. Like if we were at the grocery store, it's just like I, I need a power part of four. I'm just like holy shit. <laughs> I feel it's only fair that you explain what voice yeah, is to the on, listener no. because yeah, we were talking about Jake, this before. Keep shaving this into yeah. <laughs> Okay, so listen. Yeah. My knowledge of war didn't exist before I started dating this other person. <laughs> and as a joke, their friend would change all of their Tumblr stuff to war. And I was like, what is war? So I looked it up. And basically what it is, it is the you your fantasy is to get eaten by someone else. Or something. Or something else. And it's like, it's like some people like the idea of it being like small so that you're, you're like just, it's like if a snake ate you and you were no. just like inside and it was like your second skin. No! Or if like, God, people are going to have nightmares after this. Or I'm if sorry, like, everybody. Some people like the chew. No! Stop! <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't understand this. She and did this motion with her hand and it was not good. <laughs> It's definitely, like, a weird fetish thing, and I don't know what to do about it, but, like, it's too late. I know about it. There's no... Now you've inflicted it upon the entire... <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, you guys. I didn't know this was gonna yeah. happen. And the listeners. Next time you're around somebody who knows what bore is, but you think that... They think that you don't know what bore is, just be like, hey, I just bored this sandwich, and they're gonna cry, and it's gonna be great. I... Okay, using it to troll people, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> thanks for sticking with the podcast as long you guys it's been a good run <laughs> it's been a good run quality quality podcast done done after three oh, episodes yeah. were cancelled cancelled <laughs> and it was my fault I don't know I think we might actually I think so award, that's what you get for inviting me onto this podcast I mean yeah we've <laughs> from just Jesse alone we've got Vore we've got scrambled eggs and people's <laughs> right. bubbles um, I mean, this is, this is a classy show, yeah, and that's it's how good. it's gonna stay. Thirst season, yeah, thirst season. <laughs> yeah, thirst season. See, like you're like your official mascot now. People Jesse, will be so. calm, and then summer comes, and they're like, "I need a bay now." I'm like, you yeah. were fine just last yeah. week. Yeah, the show is not gonna get any better. Than this so we've peaked. We should. Just we've set the bar too high. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, gosh, I don't know if we could beat any of that. Well, Jesse, Jesse hasn't right. talked about her salt yet. Do you have? Oh, you want me to talk about my salt? Do you have any salt? I mean, I do have when I asked salt. her about the salt, all she said was, "I always have salt," so that's what I put down. So I do have salt, but it's kind of serious salt, uh, and it's like f- fandom BS, 
and I'm tired of it. And I think it's because I'm getting old. <laughs> You're getting old. <laughs> I could talk about fandom BS for a minute. Yeah, I think so. it. Bring I it. think it's just like, especially Tumblr culture is especially weird because it. I remember I was talking to Nikki about this, but I remember when I was growing up, um, I like we had to go to seminars about cyberbullying. <laughs> And it would always be, like, one person, right? They'd be like, someone's messaging you that you should go die. Well, then, you know, this is what you do. This is what you don't do. But now what happens is someone will post something without any factual evidence about it, right? And the entire internet will jump on that person. All I have to say is, like, oh, this person was doing this. Nobody will do any research into it. And it's just, like, like the crucible and people are being burned at the stake all of a sudden and i it's getting really aggressive and i don't know if it's just like i i think my way of dealing with it over years has been to move out of fandoms but i don't think it's the individual fandoms i think it's just people i don't want to say it's like millennials because i'm a millennial (laughs) but like the whole thing that happened with uh lauren luke is that their name who worked on the storyboards for um Steven Universe. For Steven Universe and deleted all their social media because people were commenting on their choice of personal ships that they had gone ahead and said, okay, like, this has nothing to do with the actual show, but people were like, oh, you're forcing this agenda onto the show versus, like, our ship. And they weren't. Or saying that they were queer baiting, but they are queer. And just all of these unfounded... Like, when I go on and write a discourse post, like, let's be honest, I do. I wrote, like, a like a five-page paper on why, uh, white, like, making everyone in the Lord of the Rings white and calling it historical accuracy was BS. With, like, sources. I did research. Like, I do research. And uh, I put my sources up there. But it's, like, people think they can just say whatever they want. And then they'll get mad because they turn on the news and people believe whatever they hear on the news. And they'll be like, people believe whatever they hear. Then they turn around. And they go on the internet, and they're like, this person posts art, and it's like, it, it has pedophilia in it, and then everybody goes and... But it's actually just, like, Odebeck and Yuri from Yuri on Ice, like, holy... Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then, like, everybody's like, they're a pedophile, and then everybody will basically come tell them to go die, or delete their work, or whatever, until that person leaves the internet. And that's so ridiculous. Like, we're adults. And, like, a lot of times it'll be children. Like, children! You're going and telling a 13-year-old to go die. Like, how is that okay? And I th- I feel like I've been especially salty about it lately. Like, before I was, like... No, I'm with I, you. Before I was, like, able to ignore it. Yeah, But, like, now it's just getting to a point where it's, like, listen, I love nerd stuff. And I, like, I love learning stuff and, like, being... Like, I'm okay with constructive criticism on my personality because I know that I'm not perfect. And I know that there are lots of things that, like people have actually taught me but there's a big difference between like teaching someone like oh hey this is discrimination and like not citing any sources and not giving any facts and just attacking a person and i think like that's been a recent thing and especially like it's just like can't we all just come and enjoy something together like that this makes me sound like my mom (laughs) (laughs) my mom's a big hippie so it's kind of funny but uh I, i don't know i think it's really been bringing me down lately Um, especially this idea of, like, people wanting to control what creators make in the sense of, like, I get, like, when there's stuff that's, if something's offensive, that's different, but, like, the idea of, like, oh, I made these two characters get together in my, my story, my creative piece, and, like, my TV show, and then people are, like, you're a terrible person for doing that, that's a little... 
That's a little weird. Like, these writers don't owe you anything, I think is the biggest. Yeah. Right. Another thing I hate about <laughs> what we're talking about this yeah. is that um, everything has to be... They can't just like something or dislike something. It has to be justified with some sort of um, progressive agenda. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, this happened a lot in the Dragon Age fandom when... Um, Dragon Age Inquisition came out where they couldn't just like say dislike Iron Bull because it's not the kind of character they like. They had to talk about oh how he's like abusive and problematic or, or whatever. When just, really he's just, just into BDSM. Don't like him. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. Like that really bothers or, me too. <laughs> yeah. Like people looking at uh, alternative relationships and being like that's disgusting. Like there's a Tumblr's also super homophobic yeah. so yeah. it's almost always that too. There's a lot of times, um, especially in communities of people who are uh, who are non-binary or like not on the binary scale of like fully gay or fully lesbian. There's a lot of bullying that happens within that community too. Like between people, they're like, "Oh, if you're bi, you're more likely to cheat," or if you're this, you know, like you have to pick one. You can't do this, and it's kind of the same the same thing. I feel like for me, Dragon Age has made me salty. Dragon Age. <laughs> You know what makes me really salty? Oh, no. Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, Mass Effect? What the... What was that? What was it? Like, I think enough trash has been talked about Mass Effect Andromeda that I don't have to show up and do that, but I feel like Bioware makes money off of this queer. So where where are my romances? I came here to romance aliens and die. I did not come here... (laughs) And like they have that one character that straight up says, "Oh, I'm not interested in women." It's like, oh but, yeah, but but I'm still mad about Cassandra being off limits. God, I, yeah. I didn't even play that game, and I'm mad about. I'm it. mad about it, and I played it, and I think for a long time I was like, "Oh man, I can't wait to work for Bioware," but I just feel like Bioware lately has been half-assing things. Like Andromeda was just like the ultimate half-ass to me, especially when I'm looking at. Like, why is Witcher, which is, like, a smaller company, putting out these, like, visually intensely more beautiful games than a, com- a huge company like Bioware? And it's ridiculous. And then to have, to give me these romance options, but they're like, but they're not real romance options. They're <laughs> fake romance <laughs> options. We're, they're literally queer baiting. You want to talk about queer baiting? No. <laughs> they're like, look at this character that might possibly be gay. And it's, um, and I'm like, oh yeah, and they're like, never mind, you can't romance them. And I'm like, why do you care? Romance anyone? Like, also, alien titties. Can I be salty about alien titties? The alien titties. <laughs> yes. What? Listen, why? <laughs> We've opened the floodgates. <laughs> why do aliens always have titties? Like the girl ones always have titties. Uh, and here's the thing. We need to make like a podcast song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alien titties. <laughs> podcast <laughs> i know what our episode title is yes. <laughs> that's what it is boom it was booty scrambled yeah like booty scrambled eggs but now it's aliens because yeah. like listen i really love i really love aliens man i love me some aliens like whatever the furry equivalent of an alien oh is <laughs> that's me but why I'm learning more about my friends than ever before <laughs> but when when i have to look at the same it's like this is a man alien and this is a girl alien oh. and you can tell the difference because this one has boobs yeah and i'm like yeah it's dumb that's true and i'm like well if they're not mammals 
Then if they're not secreting <laughs> milk, then what do they need these for? What about hip udders? <laughs> Why are they always on the chest? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the joke's already been made for the Mass Effect games. It's like, oh, it sure is convenient that all these different alien species have genitalia that's compatible with the human body. <laughs> yeah. Like, imagine you, you go to make out with this, like, alien, right? And they have a beak. They open their mouth and there's a beak inside. No. I'd be like, I gotta bounce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my mom is calling me. I have to go. <laughs> And that's thank you for listening to the salt. <laughs> I'm such a weird person. I haven't slept in so long, and I'm over here ruining your podcast. You have a respectable podcast. Whatever. I feel like you're improving. Our I think so. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. I'm like Jesse. You're a real class act. <laughs> Great. Oh. And there was my salt. That was oh man. Salt. <laughs> I imported cool. some fine salt. No, I, I do have to like just go back a little bit and just agree with you. Like the the people in these fandoms, like because I was so into com- the comic books and stuff like that, and just it's just like crazy. Like I think when I don't know there was some stupid plot thingy where like Captain America was actually a part of God, Hydra yeah. the whole time, and people went out of their way to buy the comic book and then make videos of themselves on Twitter burning. I the feel comic like book. yeah, that's stupid, but so is the cap. In America's Hydra plot, honestly. <laughs> that was terrible. No, I know. I'm, I'm, whatever. It might be terrible, but I'm like, you're an idiot. Yeah, you still, he gave, still, him your you money. still gave him your $5, yeah. and then you burned it. So he's still going to get paid, and guess what? It still makes Marvel look good because they're making it I think about it a lot, so. too, because like the recent one was Magneto. It is really Hydra, but Magneto oh, is Jewish, off. and he was literally they, in an internment camp. They made him Hydra? Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. That's they terrible. were yeah. proposing... Uh, I think that's the big thing like, now. Yeah, the big thing now is they're trying to make Hydra not actually like too not they're Nazis. It's too Nazis. That doesn't go away. You can't, yeah, you can't. Yeah, exactly. Especially since it was in the cinematic universe. It's yeah. in the MCU, oh and like every God. and as much as it's permanent. For yeah, that. as much as I, I'm like I wrote my senior thesis on comics. Like I know you're <laughs> going to be like, what the hell was that? It was her senior thesis, but I love. I love comics. She does love comics. I love comics. I could talk about them for too long. And uh, I think that as much as I want to say, like, the comics are really the source material, because of the MCU, like, the mass general public is going to get a bigger feel for that. And the America, Captain America, the first Avenger, already established that Hydra was a subgroup of Nazis. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So it's too late. You can't... (laughs) That's one extra sketch you can't undoodle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And see, that's the thing, like, it would make more sense for the fandom to be upset at, like, the bad storytelling, but instead they, like, they start going after each other. Like, oh, you're an idiot, you're blah, blah. I'm like, wait a minute, like, you guys are tearing at each other instead of, like, what's actually the point that, like, they're trying to retcon stuff that shouldn't be retconned. And so I'm just like, yeah, and every time I'm like, okay, I think think I'm going to, like, you know, kind of like stick my toe back in the pool water. Uh, there's like some other like, You're like weird not craziness. Today, like, Satan. I think now there's like a big <laughs> thing. About it. Yeah, it was just like first it was like the diversity, and then now it's like some other thing about like diversity. Like now they're trying to shove it down your throat, and I'm like, what? Like I don't. Can I just read a comic book and be I happy? Feel like, like 
I like I don't even read Marvel and DC anymore. I'm just reading like independent stuff. Like my favorite book right now is like Tomboy. I'm reading a lot I'm of like, indie comics like, too. I like really shied away from the big two. I don't have a. I wrote a, another thesis paper on <laughs> diversity in specifically science fiction and comic book films. And it was pretty funny because, I mean, it's sad, actually, because there's never actually been a woman of color lead. And there's only been, like, a few female c- women. Uh, like, I mean, white women. Female women. <laughs> there's only been a few white women. But the best statistic is when you get to the male um, men, men of color leads in science fiction films. Pre The Force Awakens, it was nine. Wow. And six of those characters were played by Will Smith. God. <laughs> Will Smith oh is an God. outlier and should not be counted. <laughs> Do you guys know what the most diverse film series is? It is Fast and Furious. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about that. Makes that. Sense. Yeah, that's our that's they America's one diverse export as far as like films go. The so Fast and Furious <laughs> films. And then I sat down and thought about. It. I was like, Oh my God, you're right. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah, about it. But there's also like, like 17 yeah. of them, though. Yeah, there's also a bunch of them. <laughs> but like but... each one, the yeah, there's like 17 really of them. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's like Harold. Yeah, they're true. lesbians. I think they're lesbians. <laughs> 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 okay, so okay. It, so so this girl was talking about how she went to go see a matinee of Carol. Oh, I and know. So there's but a bunch how does of that people. pertain to Fast and the Furious? <laughs> <laughs> it's because so like, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, okay. Because it's wait a movie. A the, 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 the end of the story okay. is that the theater was full of like old couples, and halfway through, like one. Uh, half of the couple turns to the other half and says, Harold, they're lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> As if, surprised that that's what was happening in this movie. They paid to go right. see. I, don't, I think they were just like, oh, yes, period drama. I'm like, there are literally two women on the cover of this film, and they're like, it's it's romantic. There's a really awkward part in that film, side note, where, um, <laughs> what is her name? How did I forget her name? I don't know, I Galadriel. That. <laughs> I can't remember her real name right now, but Gal- that'll show you how much of a nerd I am. I'm like Galadriel. Uh, her character goes to touch the other character's boob, and it's like she just sets it on there. Like when you set your hand on a table. Like here. <laughs> just put your hand when you just slap your hand on a table. I was like, this is really not a good boob touch. Her <laughs> critiquing <laughs> I should probably leave. I'm burning your podcast. No, I remember being on Live Journal back in the day and making fun of like I don't know the supernatural fandom and how fucked up and weird it was and then i come to tumblr and i'm like oh man this isn't fun anymore (laughs) oh now now jeremy and chris are gonna come after no i've I've talked to jeremy before i'm like man we could we could talk about the supernatural fandom sometime man i i know things i've seen some things (laughs) yeah i've seen things one time i was at a convention and uh my friend and i were doing some um we were doing like a series of cosplays like i was uh Hawkeye one day, and she was Captain America. So she wanted to be, uh, oh my god, she wanted to be uh, Destiel. Is that Castiel? Castiel is the Dean cast ship, and she wanted me to be Dean. But we were going to be magical <laughs> girls <laughs> versions of Cass and Dean. And I was like, you know, I owe her a lot. Like she's like my pal, like my real pal. She's the one I also had to go to the Teen Wolf convention with. And oh she won god. tickets. <laughs> 
<laughs> but so she's my pal. So I did it. And there, you know how they have like the, the, like the, the anti-possession thing on their left tit. What? Yeah. yeah so I drew okay. one yeah, they got that mark. Of, okay. on mine and, uh, this woman came up to commission me and she, she was commissioning me of some, some weird Christian show with like a monkey pirate theme. I don't know what it was, but she looked me dead in the eye and she goes, are you a witch? <laughs> <laughs> and I realized that's because I was wearing this like pentagram thing. I was like, no, this is a this is a part of a cosplay. I mean, my mom is a witch. <laughs> it's actually true. My mom is Wiccan, but I mean, <laughs> personally, I'm not. And she's like, good, because I couldn't like take a commission from someone who wasn't a. Wait, <laughs> was she commissioning like Veggie Tales? No, it was like this Monkey Island show. What? And she wanted the two main characters from this like. 3D television show holding each other and dancing. And I did it for money. <laughs> I didn't have the heart to tell her I was gay. But <laughs> <laughs> the less you know. But you can take small pleasure in knowing that. <laughs> her monkeys are drawn by a gay. <laughs> her, her, her Christian like, 3D monkey. Oh, it's like probably like framed <laughs> like, like a good Christian somewhere. whose mother is a witch through this army. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know she never asked oh, me man. if I was a Christian. She just asked me if I was a witch because of my oh, because of my quality your pentagram, my quality uh, <laughs> cosplay. For I feel like I feel like they're just I I think like the whole thing that people make fun of for the super who lock fandom thing. <laughs> Has trans transversed into every fandom. Yeah. So everybody thinks they're better than the Super Who Lock people. Or they're not. But it's like the only crime that those people did were being really annoying. Honestly, they didn't really do anything yeah. else. Yeah. <laughs> and like I think it's it's interesting because now it's like these people are becoming them too. So now we're all the Super Who Lock <laughs> fandom. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the Super Who Lock fandom us. was just the friends we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> We're the true super who locks you. <laughs> it was us all along. It was us all. Along. We are going to be your your podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> we'll just, we'll just end it, Maybe right? the real salt was the first one. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah, that's the that should be yeah. our yeah. like motto. Friends that's the real salt. <laughs> <laughs> well I guess with that let's go ahead and wrap up this episode um, we'll just shout everybody's uh, social media Kay do you want to go I'm first at humanity upgrade <laughs> that's, that's it, it. <laughs> that's um, it okay I thought you had like me. a twitch or is oh yeah there's the same yeah. oh it's the um, same okay you can find me at lost panda on uh, twitter and then I have a twitch that I sp- Sometimes stream. I'm trying to get in the swing of it. It's a uh, Niku Butts, and yeah, I check it out sometime eventually. I don't know, you guys. Don't stream Persona. I won't stream. I'm gonna stream Lunar, you guys. I like bought a hookup and everything so I can do the video quality. There's like some serious blue crafting right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. uh, Jesse, where can we find you? Uh, do you want my, like, my Twitter? Yeah. Tumblr. I made you get a Twitter. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at, at @filthywizard. <laughs> she did that to spite me. I I always play as magic users and Nikki hates it. Um, 
And you can also follow me at if you if you want to see me on Tumblr. Um, it, you guys will never find my true blog, but my official art blog is um, five dollar lattes <laughs> on Tumblr. And you can also follow my comic. I'm gonna plug everything do it, I own. Do it. <laughs> you can do follow it. my comic. Yeah, go for it. Um, which do is it. Moon Cycles comic at tumblr.com. I haven't even followed that yet. Mm. I need to get on it. Get on it. It's werewolves, right? No. It's it's there's magic. Oh that's right. There's fantasy, there's fairies. That was something else that was werewolves. I'm sorry. It's great. There's action, violence. Action gaze. Everything you ever wanted. <laughs> he had me at gaze. <laughs> nice. Nice. And then, uh, yeah, if you want to find me on uh, Twitter, I'm at Jake underscore Lionheart. And I also have um, a YouTube channel, uh, El Cheapo Games, where I do, like, different uh, nerdcore music and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. And then you can find the podcast on Twitter at uh, Podcast Salt. Um, I think we did ask people for their salty stories. You gotta start but, uh, asking I guess we... multiple days in yeah. advance, not, like, five hours before. <laughs> Yeah. yeah well, we no, then we asked like the other day. Yeah, I think like uh who was it? The it was it Wrench Witch? <laughs> I think it's the handle. I'm forgetting who it was. Anyway, we did give it a couple like responses, but um yeah, we need to figure out how to do a better job of doing <laughs> we'll that. Get, we're still getting um, it. Yeah, we're still learning. We're on it. And I mean we're right. only gonna get better after this show because Jeez, Jesse we just, just hit rock bottom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would like to thank the academy. So yeah, we only got one response from uh, Joanna Gray um, at wrench underscore witch, and she just said my PC oh. doesn't run near, um, and uh, her significant other and herself are <laughs> fighting over the PS4 <laughs> over Horizon Zero Dawn and Persona Five. So <laughs> Salt, but still good. So this is yeah. fun. So yeah, so yeah. If you guys want to like tweet at us, let us know your salty stories. What's making you salty throughout the week? Video game, cosplay, comics, whatever. Any kind of nerdy salt, um, we're willing to um, talk about on the show. So hit us up at Podcast Salt, and uh, that's our show. So Bye. we'll see you guys next Bye. week. Bye.